Hello and welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur, success and business coach, and I'm the co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders who are changing the world. This podcast will show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. This podcast is sponsored by my Do Your Dharma program. This seven-week online program will help you let go of anything holding you back and unlock your greatest potential. We've now had over 80 women and three very evolved men go through the program with incredible results. The next time I'm launching my program will be May next year, 2020. And at the moment, there is an early bird price of £395. That will go up to £595 in April. So if you're interested in joining us, go to www.doyourdharma.co.uk. Now, without further ado, I will see you on the other side. to the Christmas edition of Kitty Talks. In this week's edition, we are going to be discussing the spirituality of Christmas. So is Christmas meaningful for you or is it maddening? Listen in while I talk about how we can make Christmas a truly, truly spiritual experience. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitty Talks and it's Christmas. Oh my God, I'm so excited. We have just got back from a yoga retreat. My husband and I were in Tenerife for about a week doing up to about four or five hours of yoga every day. Beautiful sunshine, 26 degrees, just amazing. And it was just such a wonderful centering holiday. We ate Ayurvedic food. We were with amazing, beautiful people. We had this amazing teacher who was very spiritual and really channeling a guide and just made the lessons so so interesting but as you can hear from my voice about I don't know about three or four days in I thought oh no I'm gonna get ill and then my body managed to fight it off and then we got home and of course this cold has suddenly appeared so I've even got the obligatory the obligatory cold (laughs) but I'm pleased to be getting it out of the way now so I don't have it in time for Christmas So I hope you guys are well. I hope you are listening to this and you're preparing for Christmas. And I thought it'd be fun this week to look at the spirituality of Christmas. Is Christmas meaningful to you or is it maddening? I have to say that Christmas for me has really, really gone through stages. I was brought up in a very close-knit family. So Christmas as a child was amazing. It always meant wonderful things. It meant spending time with my cousins, my auntie and uncle. And we always used to go to one or other's house. So they would either come to us or we would go to them. And I have really fond memories of Christmas as I was little. And of course, like everybody else, it was about Father Christmas and it was about presents. And, you know, we were thoroughly spoiled. We got stockings. and, And then, you know, it was always about... It was about connecting, it was about turning off the television, 
and it was about family and it was about playing games and it was about my uncle always cheating at the games. So I have to say I have very fond memories of when I was little and Christmas and I think Christmas can mean so many things to so many people and I think depending on where you're at in your life, depending on how you're feeling about your life will impact how you feel about Christmas because I remember I remember being in my 20s and I by this stage I was working in a job and you know I had friends and it was quite a social time as well I remember Christmas used to be about going out it used to be about going out with your friends and we used to go out on Christmas Eve to the pub and then obviously Christmas was family and then Boxing Day we used to have open house so it was quite a social event and then I remember getting to a stage in my mid-20s where it made me feel lonely because I was single And I think it really exasperated how I was feeling and it would bring all of those feelings to the surface. So if this is speaking to you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're single at the moment and Christmas is exasperating those feelings for you, please stay and listen all the way to the end of this podcast because I'm going to reframe Christmas for you and you're going to come out the other end of this podcast with a completely different perspective on how you can make Christmas meaningful and how you can develop your spiritual relationship with yourself. So as I said, my 20s, it was very much about socialising. It was very much also about, you know, it made me feel alone when I was single. It really brought up all those feelings because, you know, most people were kind of coupled up and they were in relationships. And that's what you do at Christmas, isn't it? You spend time with your family. And then I suppose when I met my husband, Christmas changed for me because it became something that I could experience and and share with him which I really really loved but I'll be perfectly honest and frank you know me I'm perfectly honest and frank all the time it was still about alcohol and it was still about drinking too much and it was still about using alcohol as a way of surviving social situations with my family because I hadn't necessarily developed the skills to get through those social events without coating myself in alcohol. I'm not meaning to sound self-righteous here, but when you stop drinking, you have to develop sides of yourself that maybe you have hidden. And I finally feel like in my 40s, I'm finally, finally getting to the true meaning of Christmas, which is, you know, for me, it's very much about cherishing time with family. We're going to be spending... Christmas Day with my sister and her husband and my mum and my dad and it's going to be our first vegetarian Christmas because we went vegetarian this year so that's going to be interesting. We're having a vegan Wellington and then obviously my rest of my family will still be eating meat and they're very kind of "Hmm, not sure about this vegetarian thing so we a we've given up drinking and B, we are vegetarian. So that's really new in my family. We, nobody else. Actually, my, my cousin's wife is vegetarian, but she got ridiculed for years, bless her. So it'll be our first vegetarian Christmas. And I think my husband and I are really keen to put a lot of effort into the food that we create and make it really, really tasty and make it really, really nourishing and make it really, really lovely because... We kind of also want to show them that vegetarian and vegan food can be amazing. So we've also got friends coming over the Christmas period. Um, Some friends of ours are renting our barn, which is pretty cool. So there's six of them out in our garden. And then we've got some other friends coming to stay in our house. So I think we're going to be about six, seven, eight, nine, at least ten of us 
maybe even 12 of us on the 29th and I'm going to be cooking up a vegan feast which is really exciting and we are going to be playing party games but I suppose Christmas for me very much now is about good food really good quality time with people and it's much less about presents I remember as well you know I remember being a bratty kid and it used to be about what did I want you know and it was about socks and pajamas and you always used to get practical things and then it was then I went through a stage of actually being a bit strong and if I didn't get what I wanted I was a bit sulky you know I'm sure all of you can relate at some stage we go through that stage and then I remember when I met my husband he used to be so generous with like Christmas gifts I was like wow this is amazing I remember being bought a diamond bracelet for Christmas and I just couldn't believe he'd spent that much money on me and now we're moving away from presents because it's really important that we start to become very conscious of what we're buying and what we're consuming as individuals and so my husband this year has asked that he will plant some trees so he wants to plant some trees in our own garden but also on the planet as well because you know we're very lucky we're very fortunate we don't we don't need anything so we're really getting to the stage where we're kind of phasing out Christmas presents if I'm honest um, or just concentrating on getting one thing that potentially we want and I suppose the thing that we need to think about with presents is really it's a gift the idea of giving a gift was to show somebody you love them so you know I think we have to be really careful that we don't get caught up in materialism and it's about stuff and it's about what can you get it should be about the gift of love so something for you guys to think about, if there is anybody that you, you know, because again, some people can feel the pressure, you know, how much money have they got and how much can they give? And there's all these presents to give to children and, and there's all these presents to give to family. And actually, it's not about the present itself. It, it is a token and it is a sign of your love and affection and appreciation for a person. So I'd like you to think about actually how can you show that person that you love them without a big fancy gift you know why couldn't it not be a just beautifully written card and some flower that you've grown so let's become really conscious of how we are giving and appreciating others and why not express that appreciation and that love verbally rather than through an expensive gift you know i think the other thing as human beings that we have not necessarily developed or are so good at is being true about our feelings and our emotions and you know just taking the time to share with our loved ones how much they mean to us and actually just being on this podcast has given me the most beautiful idea I think when I write my Christmas cards I'm going to really write from my heart and I'm really going to write you know to my loved ones what they mean to me and what they you know how they've supported me and how I appreciate them and how you know, my life is better for having them in it. I feel quite emotional even just thinking about the words I'm going to say to people. But why not incorporate some real love, appreciation and gratitude into your Christmas this year? So I want to dive in also a little bit about embodying the spirituality of Christmas because I've kind of explained to you how Christmas has gone through cycles and stages for me and of course you go to school and you kind of learn about Jesus Christ and but actually what what does Christmas symbolize let's have a look at that for a bit so obviously Christmas is all about the Jesus and Christmas day he was born and essentially 
he was a saviour. Now, Jesus Christ lived and symbolised divine consciousness. So what does that mean? Well, at the time that Jesus was born, he was born into a very dark period in the world. Purity was forgotten. It was very much about arrogance and righteousness and the people who ran the world. It was a dark place back then. And the birth of Jesus Christ actually signifies him bringing hope and light to the planet and a new way of living. It's actually all about light. If you think about the lights that we use for Christmas, the season of light is also another word that we call Christmas. And Jesus Christ brought consciousness to the planet. So if you think about what we understand and believe with regards to spirituality, you know, he brought a higher vibration to the planet. And that is symbolized through light. So when you're putting up your lights in your house, just make that connection that Jesus Christ was born to bring divine consciousness and more light to the planet. And if you're listening to this podcast, the chances are that you are a light worker. Whether you're fully engaged and stepped into your path or not, if you resonate with this podcast, the chances are you are definitely a light worker. So when you look at the lights all around your house, and when you look at the lights all around your town, and when you look at the lights on your Christmas tree, think of the divine consciousness. Think of the fact that Jesus Christ more light to the planet and that this is the season of light and if you think about what is happening on the planet you know the next decade will be incredibly incredibly spiritual you know we're going to go in we're going into 2020 and we're going to talk about what that means shortly but we are definitely going into the age of Aquarius and the age of Aquarius is all about people stepping into their personal power and their personal sovereignty um, and more light and consciousness coming into the world. So with Jim, Jesus Christ brought light and hope and people started to, to actually live life in a different way. So he symbolizes hope. And one way of looking at this was that spirituality started to overcome materialism. And his way of doing things and his way of being started to shift and lift the planet. And it's so poignant if you think about what is happening for us at the moment. You know, we are in the midst of a massive spiritual awakening on this planet. A huge spirituality, huge spiritual awakening. And, you know, Jesus Christ, BC, before Christ, you know, you could think of it essentially a way of looking at it as almost pre and post spiritual awakening. So before Jesus Christ was born was almost like the planet's spiritual awakening. So pre and post spiritual awakening. And, you know, our wish, my wish, your wish is that spirituality starts to overcome materialism. So by listening to this podcast, by, you know, really embodying the true spiritual meaning of Christmas, we can start to spread that message. You know, we can start to be the bringers of hope and light The world needs us. The world needs us to create and change and live into a new paradigm. And it can only do that by waking up more people to their higher purpose, to do their dharma, to make a difference on the planet, to have an impact, to bring more hope and light into this new decade. So what is happening in 2020?
Well, let's just recap on what we've said first of all. So I'd love to know from you guys, if you're listening to this episode, where are you at with Christmas? Hopefully by listening to this episode, you're going to get some new insights. But tell me what Christmas used to mean for you. Was it meaningful? Has it always been meaningful? Or has it been maddening? And let me know what you're going to take from this episode and let me know what you're going to incorporate into your life. You know, the other thing that I think is really, really worth remembering is we talked about presents and we talked about giving. And this shouldn't come from obligation. This should come from love. Never, never give give from obligation. Always give from love. And as I said, maybe you can take away um, writing in your cards around what it is that these people mean to you. And the other thing that I love to think of is when we're listening to the carols, you know, when my husband and I are going up to London, we're going to watch um, the Royal Albert Hall where they're doing live carols, you know. And let's think about the spiritual connection of carols. It's essentially an expression of angels that are singing and watching over us. And those angels are always singing and watching over us. It's just we decide to celebrate them at Christmas time. So my wish and my hope for you is that you guys engage and work with your angels and your guides on an ongoing basis. And actually, when you're singing your carols this year, think and connect to your angels and thank them for all the work that they do on your behalf on a daily basis. So 2020. This 2020, we are shifting into a different era on the planet. My amazing friend Nick Haynes and I were speaking the other day and he was explaining to me that we have been in an earth energy stage um, on the planet. And for those of you that have listened to Nick or know my work, the earth energy stage of the planet is all about understanding. We've been wanting to grow communities, we've been wanting to be understood, we've been wanting to understand, we've been wanting to work things out. Now we're shifting. The planet is moving into what they call a metal phase, which is much more about letting go of anything that does not serve us and does not work for us and doing it quite sharply and quite quickly. And so we're going to see a real shift in the next decade around what is happening. And I know from listening to a lot of the astrology reports and a lot of the neurology reports that the old systems are breaking down and the new paradigm is being birthed. And it's a bit like a caterpillar going through into being a butterfly. Please remember next year when things get a little bit messy and they're probably going to get messy, you have to break down to break through. But it's so important and so imperative as for us as light workers that we are holding the vision. We are holding the vision of what we want the new world and the new paradigm to look like. So if you're in my Dharma tribe or you know my work, you know, always focus on where you want to go. I'm doing exactly that at the moment with my life. I'm letting go of anything that isn't aligned, that isn't in alignment with the new energy that I want in my life. And I'm holding the vision of where I want to go going forward. But just remember that because potentially in the next decade, you know, we're like a we're like a caterpillar going into a butterfly. But don't forget there's this really, really messy stage where pretty much the caterpillar eats itself, you know. So things will have to get worse before they get better. So hang in there, look at it as a breakthrough. Look at it as a metamorphosis. 
and hold the vision of what you want your life to look like. This year has all been about us connecting to what it is we want our lives to look like. Next year is about making it happen. So 2020 is a universal master number in numerology. So master number is 22, and that's all about basically being able to create whatever you want. A 22 is a master builder number. I'm actually a master builder. That's my um, life path number. I'm a master builder. You know, I can create what I think about. But next year, everybody is going to be in this vibration. So it's all about turning your loftiest dreams into a concrete reality. Now, do you believe that's possible for you? Because I'm here to tell you it totally is possible. But my suggestion is you get support. (laughs) You know, don't do it by yourself. Don't do it alone. Find a community. Get support. But do it. You know, now is the time. We are totally able to manifest and create our own realities. And 2020 will be so supporting us. So the numerology of 2020 is is a four year. It's a year of spirituality. And it's all about finding balance and peace in our lives. So for me, I have had to let go of some things that were not giving me balance and peace. And they were causing me frustration and upset. And interestingly, we haven't even gone into the metal energy yet, because obviously it's next year. But I'm feeling it. And that was very poignant in my life, because I cut some things out of my life, which just had to go. It was like the elephant in the room. So some of you may be experiencing this, like the elephant in the room that's been in the room for a long time that you've acknowledged, but you haven't necessarily dealt with. You've got to kick that elephant out. (laughs) That elephant has got to go. No longer is it the elephant in the room. It has to leave. So 2020 is all about finding balance and peace in our lives, unity, partnerships, working together as a team. 2020. Uh, 22 is associated with the vibration of the master builder and it's all about creating your dreams into reality so we will be going again with do your dharma in may the early bird prices are so if you do want to join us now's the time because the price will go up before i do my challenge it's actually 395 at the moment but it will go up to 595 so if you're been sitting on the fence and you know you want to build your dream life but you're not quite sure how to get there and you're not quite sure which direction to go in then diodama is for you now is the time to capitalize on this energy it's about having discipline it's about having confidence and i think confidence comes through action and confidence comes through support the ambition that you're feeling will be supported. So it's all exciting. It's really, really exciting times on the planet, I have to say. Don't forget to hold the vision. And I just want you to think about a couple of things to take away from this episode, okay? There's three things that I want you to think about because this really is, for me, what embodies uh, the spirituality of Christmas. So one, we've talked about the gift of love, Think about the people in your life that you love. How can you show them your love? Not through a present, but maybe write to them. Maybe express verbally what they mean to you. Do something meaningful. Do something special. Do something outside of the norm. You know, the norm is 
oh, my family's annoying me, and oh, we're just really, you know, everyone's like getting, getting drunk, and it, I don't know. Think about how you can make Christmas meaningful, not maddening for you. How can you give people the gift of love? Remember, giving is a symbol of love, not obligation. So number two, Christmas is about appreciation and it's about gratitude. So how can you also show the people in your life how much you appreciate them and how much gratitude you have for them? Those two sit really, really nicely. And I have to say, I'm all for gestures of surprise and things that people don't expect. Like, I love to do that. I really, really love just sending people, like, Remember I sent my astrologer last year just um, some flowers and just said how much I appreciated her. And she was absolutely over the moon. And little thoughtful acts and gifts like that. Like we, we made sweet chili jam one year and we took it all round to our neighbours. And little gifts, little things like that are so cheap and easy to do. But they're so much more meaningful and heart-centred and appreciated than, you know, big expensive gifts. And then the final thing to think about is how can you donate your time and be of service? One of the things I used to do, which I love, 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 and I haven't got into it again since I moved out of London. But when I was living in London, I used to do Basket Brigade and I used to do it every single Christmas. And it was just wonderful because you were effectively making up Christmas baskets that you would take out to families that essentially wouldn't have a very good Christmas without your help. Um, and it was wonderful to watch the reactions on people's faces. You know, these people who are living on council estates and living in poorer areas, you know, they'd open the door and you'd give them a basket and it was completely anonymous. Um, it was a, it's a foundation started by Tony Robbins. And they fed millions and millions of people over the world at Christmas. And it was just an incredible experience to be part of. A, the community. B, just helping and serving people. So how can you be of service this Christmas? And if you're listening to this podcast episode, I'd love for you to answer these questions and contact me and go on my Instagram and tell me how are you going to, one, do the gift of love, two, do appreciation and gratitude for your family, and three, be of service to others in your community. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have to say I really, really loved talking to you guys. I genuinely hope for you that this episode has given you a different perspective on how you can look at Christmas and that it becomes less maddening for you and more meaningful. Just a little thought to leave you with. Remember that Christmas really becomes what we make it. So if you are suffering, if you are feeling it, if you're feeling disconnected, lonely, depressed, and please know I've been there. My God, I've been there. I, do you know what I'm going to tell you something really embarrassing about where this came from? I actually remember snorting coke in my parents' bathroom on Christmas Day because I felt so shit about myself. Like, that's a her- horrendous thing to admit to thousands and thousands of people who listen to this podcast. But, I, you know, I remember being so disconnected and so lonely and so unhappy that that was a way for me to escape. So, you know, if this is you... I've been there. Everything will be okay. My, my, my question to you is how can you do good for somebody else? How can you donate your time? How can you be of service? Because the giver is the good, the giver is the great. The amount of appreciation, the amount of fulfillment we receive when we do something for another person is incredible. 
and how can you make 2020 your decade? For anyone who lives locally in the Chichester area, I am doing a First Steps 2020 event on the 24th of January at my home. Uh, We've got about eight or nine women signed up. I can probably take about 15 people. We're having, essentially, it's all about creating and planning your most powerful decade yet. If you're listening to this podcast, you are conscious, you are awake, you know you create and manifest your own reality. Set yourself up for the best decade yet and do it with amazing people. We're going to be having a 2020 First Steps Vision event at my home. It's going to be 10 o'clock till about 3.30 in the afternoon. We're having a vegan lunch um, and we're going to be walking away with a 2020 planner and a detailed guide. Not only clarity on your vision, but how you can make that actually come to fruition. So you beautiful people, lovely, lovely to talk to you. And remember, Christmas becomes what we make it. So I do hope you enjoyed that Christmas episode of Kitty Talks. Please come and say hello. Please share this episode. Please tag me. Do all the wonderful things that you do. I would really, really appreciate it. Please share this episode with somebody who you think needs to hear what I had to say today. And I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Life is what we make it. And I will see you in 2020. Thank you so much for listening to the kitty talks podcast i do hope you've enjoyed this solo cast or this guest this week i try and interview the most amazing people so you guys can really get some insight into how you can build amazing lives in alignment with your soul if you haven't already come over and follow me on instagram kitty underscore talks and i'm also on facebook and we have a free facebook community so why not come and join us